0: This is Campus Voices. Issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. A public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU. Good morning and welcome to Campus Voices. I'm Nia Johnson. Today we'll hear from Charlie Foster, who serves as Assistant Vice Chancellor for Inclusive Student Excellence within the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Part of Ms. Charlie's job is also to be the director of the Jackie Gunn Multicultural Center and the program Oasis within it. So for my first question, what led you to UNL?
1: Um, We moved to Nebraska um, in September, 2001, um, well, started at the university September two thousand and one. We moved here in August. Um, we came to the university so that my husband could um, accept a teaching position over in the Teachers College, um, and. The university was doing dual commitments, and so they found me a position in counseling and psychological services. And so that was my first position on campus. And I actually remained there for 15 years until taking on the role um, of being the director of the Jackie Gun.
0: Have you always wanted to do the kind of work you're doing now? Or is it something that just kind of came?
1: When I was a little girl, um, fourth grade, I decided that I wanted to go into psychology. I had the sense that it would be a place where I could help people. I wasn't quite sure what that would look like. I think back then I was watching, you know, the sitcoms, and I wanted to be a psychiatrist. That came with a lot of um, science classes, and I said no to that. And instead, um, I have a master's in counseling psych, um, well, clinical psych, and so I went into counseling. Um, and haven't looked back. It's been a wonderful career, having the opportunity to work um, with children and adults. Um, I've had um, a lot of learning experiences that were really great, Um, but that led me to working with diverse students on this campus who are seeking mental health services, which led me to get involved with um, the African People's Union and a lot of other diverse groups on this campus, which led to this job. When was the Jackie God founded? Back in about 2004, 2005, um, the university was interested in creating a multicultural center, so they put it to a vote, you know, the same way you have your elections for class officers, that kind of thing. They were voting also to see if the students would um, use their fees towards, or a portion of their fees towards this building that was initially denied. Um, the then Vice Chancellor of Student Affairs um, encouraged us to work with him towards getting the other students to be more educated about how such a multicultural center would help campus. And so the student groups, UNITE, MASA, APU, and ASU came together to help the university proposed to its other students the need for a multicultural center. So that following year they voted again and it passed. Um, we had the addition of the Gone family giving a gift to the university towards this building and um, they started work. So the building was opened in 2006, no, 2000, started building in 2006, was completed 2010, and here we are.
0: And do you think there's been more unity between the cultural groups um, now that there's a space on campus more specifically for them?
1: What I think is really interesting, um, on many other college campuses you'll go to, there are separate buildings for the different identity bases and then they struggle to have those students have conversations because our students basically live in a building together with offices on the third floor, hang out opportunities between second and first. The Students get to know each other. They work together. They see each other. When they're walking from campus back over to the building for meetings, they run into each other on the elevator. It's a very good thing to have the mix of students. And I've had other guests come into the union and they see the diverse groups of students sitting around tables and they're like, this doesn't happen in a lot of other places. And said, well, um, diversity is small on this campus, but there's an understanding that relationships are important. And so, yes, there is a degree of unity created because of that.
0: And can you describe or talk about what it was like before the JGMC was established? You say it was it was a way to unify. Um, were they in a sense unified before?
1: To a large degree, there is an understanding on this campus that um, the cultural centers were created very much to make sure that students felt at home on this campus. So. If you talk to folks who were alums from way back then, um, those students will talk about how um, it was important for them to see what happened in our building. It was important to them to be in the old culture center. They can tell you stories about going down in the basement, and that's where the big meeting space was because it was old church. So think about in your mind, you know, like, in many churches, there's this basement area where there are tables for food in the kitchen. That was the exact setup for um, this situation, and the students would come in and sit in this big square. And um, when our organization was having a meeting, um, the students came together. If they were Greek, they were wearing their Greek paraphernalia. They were talking about ways to um, do outreach to campus and to be important members and important participants in what goes on on the UNL campus. That has not changed. Those same conversations happen in the Jackie gone. Um, And so with that, yes, the unity continues, but I think it's important to note that it's great having a wonderful new building um, where those relationships
0: continue. I remember you saying something about you being a student at one point here. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I only took one class here, um, and that was uh, towards getting my license, um, a grad school class here. Okay. So maybe that's what you recall. Yeah. My kids went here to the university, though. So even from like the
0: one class that you did take, how, how in what ways have you seen diversity change or grow from that time to when your kids were students here to now?
1: Uh, That is an interesting perspective. Um, What is different? Of course, having the jacket gone, that is different. This beautiful edifice that we um, use to help show students what can be on this campus. But there are some systems that are different. I mean, back then, there wasn't an office of diversity and inclusion. Um, I think that's important just so that people know that the university has that focus. The university has always had that kind of focus, but creating an office that says actually that means a lot to diverse people as they're seeking to come to college. I think that's misunderstood sometimes by others because they feel like, oh, well, you know, there's that zero-sum game that people play about, you know, if you do that, then you're taking away from other folks. It is not that, it is a space for everyone because it gives a space for us to have conversations about how we can be closer, how we can do things together. Without it, that leaves a situation to say that maybe folks might not be welcomed. And so this is an opportunity as a university to show how we really feel, how we really are welcoming to all of our students, whether they're from Nebraska or somewhere else.
0: And I know that Dish It Up takes place, I think, now in the JGMC, right?
1: Well, always in the JGMC, but now back in the lounge area. We, because of COVID, had moved it to a larger room so that we could be socially distant. But now we're back intimate together in the lounge.
0: How has that brought people together? And what has been the driving factor with bringing that to campus?
1: Um... We wanted to create a space where students could have real conversations without dialogue, nothing changes. Because, I mean, think about um, the friends that you hang out with. Most of them think the same way that you do. Most of them do the same kinds of things that you do, eat the same kind of foods that you eat. If you hang out with someone who's from a different background, a different country, a different experience, you get to learn something different from them. For example, When I hang out with friends, um, sometimes I'll cook something that's uniquely Southern, like fried okra or something like that, that folks wouldn't have otherwise. And they're like, this is amazing. Yes, I know it's amazing because it's from my culture and this is something that we do. Um, And it's okay. Um, But they wouldn't have had that experience without us having first a conversation. And so that is why dialogue is important. And so that brings us back to why do we do Dish It Up? We do Dish It Up so that folks can talk to each other. Without that, oh, I'm afraid to say this stuff, someone might not like it, or someone might not agree with what I have to say, taking away that, students can have real conversations and learn from each other.
0: Where do you see, um, like, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion going in the next, like, 20 years? Oh, wow.
1: Well, I have to tell you that the students that we serve today are vastly different than the students that we served 20 years ago when I first came to the university. Um, There are still some very um, significant issues with regards to race and ethnicity, um, but that is because we are in a place where those numbers are smaller. Um, But the way that students interact has fully been changed by the use of technology, um, COVID, And just education in itself, the world is a lot smaller than it used to be. I mean, if you think about it, you can probably connect yourself to someone who's Ukrainian. And you don't have to work too hard to get there. Okay? If at the very least you go, well, I, I, you know, I watch Family Guy, so Mila Coolness, you know, so you can think of somebody, you know, who's Ukrainian, that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago. So the world has changed. With that in mind, I have the sense that in 20 years, um, there'll be other significant changes that will be about how people are having relationships with again, the smallness of the world, how wars, illnesses, and technology will continue to affect us. Think right now about the supply chain because there are boats sitting out in the middle of the ocean somewhere stuck. People go without computers and things that they need that piece isn't going to go anywhere um, and so there are a whole bunch of ways that the world is going to continue to change and bring us closer and further apart
0: for more information about upcoming oasis events visit events.unl.edu oasis or follow them on their instagram at unl underscore oasis Today we heard from Charlie Foster, Assistant Vice Chancellor for Inclusive Student Excellence about diversity at UNL, her role on campus, and the Jackie Gunn Multicultural Center. This has been Campus Voices. I'm Nia Johnson, and thank you for listening. This has been Campus Voices, issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. To comment on this program, call 402-472-3054, or email to krnu at unl.edu. Campus Voices is a public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU, Lincoln.